Welcome to this week's Energy Show. Now, the topic of this week's show is a special public service announcement. As you may have heard, California utilities are intent on stopping, in its tracks, customer-owned rooftop solar and battery systems. So, on behalf of current and future solar customers and the 68,000 solar workers in California, we need your help to stop this tax on new and expanded solar and battery systems. So our special guest on this week's show is Dave Rosenfeld, the executive director of the Solar Rights Alliance. Now, the Solar Rights Alliance is working with the California Solar and Storage Association, or CALSA, to stop this solar tax. This solar tax only benefits big utilities and hurts all homeowners, whether you have solar, and especially if you're thinking about solar in the future. So welcome to the show, Dave. Thank you very much, Barry. Great to be here. All right. Well, give us a little bit of background about what's going on, why this is happening. Okay. So despite overwhelming public opposition to a solar tax and overwhelming public opposition to the utilities' efforts to make solar less affordable for middle and working class people, the CPUC last week basically announced that they are considering a solar tax, this time of between $300 and $600 a year just for having solar energy, and on top of that, to continue their plan to slash the solar credit, this credit for solar energy that you send back to the grid. And you'll recall that back in December, the CPUC issued a very draconian solar tax proposal, basically tax solar and send it off a cliff. And there was a massive public backlash. The CPUC made noises that they were listening to the public and going back to the drawing board. But then last week, what we're seeing is that drawing board has not been erased. So the details are a little different. There's some things that it seems like they're doing that might seem like somehow this is softening the blow. But the bottom line is the CPUC is still considering a huge solar tax and to send solar off a cliff. And in addition, last week, they didn't say anything about what they have already said about their intentions to also increase the paybacks for systems to over 15 years compared to just five to eight years now. And utilities are getting very, very close to stopping the rooftop solar industry and its tracks. So what's on the line is millions and millions and millions of people are going to be cheated out of the ability to be able to lower their energy bills and prevent protect themselves from blackouts. Almost 70,000 good-paying solar jobs in California are at risk. Uh, those jobs, at least half of them, will disappear if the utilities get their way. And everyone's going to suffer if this goes through. So, Dave, what are the plans to do something about this over the next month before this decision is set in stone? Yeah, let me answer that directly and then tell you why it's really important that people heed this call to action. The top thing that you can do if you're listening to this is to attend a Don't Tax the Sun rally on June 2nd in either Los Angeles or San Francisco. We are planning to make those rallies the biggest showing of public participation in a CPUC hearing in history. And we need thousands and thousands of people to show up. It's going to be the largest ever submission of live and video recorded public comments in CPUC history. And the reason why, and, and solar customers need to come, solar supporters, people who don't have solar but might want it one day, solar workers, solar business owners, this is the day. And you may be thinking, why? And I want to just make this really, really clear. We think that the CPUC is testing us right now. 
when they issued their first proposal in December for a solar tax, there was a massive public outcry. You might remember that 3,000 people marched literally in the streets of Los Angeles and San Francisco in January to protest, and thousands more shut down Governor Newsom's phone lines, hundreds more testified at the CPUC, newspaper editorial boards came out against it, over 600 nonprofits and cities and schools and public officials spoke out against it. It was a big outcry. And as a result, Governor Newsom said, okay, changes need to be made. And that first proposal got off the table. So what we think is going on is the CPUC is so captured by the utilities that what they're trying to do is see if they can get the job done in a slightly different way. And what they're thinking is, if the grassroots does not respond in the same way that it did in January, then that's their green light to try to slip through basically the same thing by a different name. If the grassroots responds as much or if not more than we did in January, then we think that's the decisive moment when we can turn a corner and the CPUC and Governor Newsom will say, okay, we actually have to listen to the public here and not the utilities because otherwise we're going to be in big trouble. So if you attended the solar rallies in January, please come to the Don't Tax the Sun rally on June 2nd in LA or San Francisco. If you didn't come, please come. Like we need thousands and thousands of people. It's going to be the biggest live or video recorded submission of comments to the CPUC in history. So that's what's going on. That's the top thing that we want to have in people's minds. Now, Dave, this whole thing makes no logical sense. I mean, they want to make it more expensive for me and tax the sunlight that's coming down from the sky. If I want to just use it in my own house, why do I have to pay money? Now, here's an analogy. What if the San Jose Water Company, and they're also kind of crazy, but they would tax the rainwater I collect that I use from my garden in my house. This is the same thing that the utilities are trying to do. How could the governor even accept something like this where analogous to taxing rainwater that would come down? Well, we don't know if the governor accepts something like this. I mean, that's the big question. It's obvious that the CPUC has accepted something like this. And that doesn't surprise me because the CPUC is captured by the utilities. And so they think like the utilities. And only a monopoly utility like PG&E could think that it is okay to reach behind your meter, measure the amount of energy that you're not buying from them because you're making it yourself and then slap a tax on you. I mean, you had a great analogy about your rainwater. It's also like taxing people who hang dry their clothing instead of running the dryer. It's basically telling people anything that you do to reduce the amount of energy you buy from the utility, don't even try because we're going to get you anyway. We're going to make you pay. And it's absurd. It's intrusive. It violates every principle of conservation and responsible citizenship that you can possibly think of. It contradicts everything that the Newsom administration says that it's for, whether it's solving climate change or promoting clean energy or making solar more equitable, keeping the lights on. So we know that that's what the CPUC wants. We know the CPUC is a captive agency. What we don't know is, is Governor Newsom going to stand for this? Is he going to stand for the contradiction between what his own agency, his own appointees are saying that they want and what he says that he is for? And that's the big magic question that we need to ask really big and really loud over the next three weeks and force the issue. Well, you're getting me all pumped up here, Dave. So I'm ready to call Governor Newsom right now. What's his phone number? His phone number is, everyone get your pens out. It is 916 four, four, five, two, eight, four, one. I'm going to say it again. It's nine, one, six, 
445-2841. His office is open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. You say your name. You say where you live. Make it personal. Most important thing to say is that the CPUC's latest rooftop solar plan is as bad as their first proposal. California should not tax the sun, period. We need more solar, not less. And it is time for Governor Newsom to show leadership right now. So, Dave, this whole thing is just so bizarre. Electricity prices are just going through the roof in California. I looked at some data going back about 20 years. They went up 3% a year from 2000 to 2015. Then they started going up at 6% a year from 2016 to 2020. And over the last two years in 2021 and 2022, and we're only halfway through 2022, rates went up 14% a year. That's insane. And that's that's kind of before inflation is hit. So unless you're going to want to live in the dark without air conditioning, how the heck are people going to pay for these high electric rates? Solar's kind of your only way out. And I understand sometimes solar can be expensive, but you can just finance it. It's like leasing a car. There's plenty of ways to get solar basically for no money down and avoid these 10% rate increases for the next 10 years. What is the government in California thinking? What is the government of California thinking, right? The only way that you can get out from under rising electricity rates is to get rooftop solar. The only way to get yourself to avoid blackouts is to get rooftop solar and a battery. Right now, as you say, it is becoming increasingly more affordable for middle and working class people. There's financing options available. You can get solar for no money down. Batteries are getting cheaper. If you're the government and you're thinking you really want to help people out, then you should be figuring out ways to accelerate that transition to make it even cheaper and more affordable for middle and working class people, for schools, for churches, for food banks, to be able to get rooftop solar and a battery, not make it more expensive like what it appears our government is going to do. One more thing, Barry, which is just crazy, is there is actually a way that we can actually reduce rate hikes in addition to ourselves getting rooftop solar. It's called getting rooftop solar because every time that somebody installs rooftop solar, it actually makes the electricity grid cheaper because they don't have to spend as much money on those crazy long distance power lines that are causing wildfire and blackouts. And so it's a win, win, win for everybody when people get solar and it's even a double win if they get a battery and we should be figuring out how to make it even easier for people to get it, not harder. I think some people in Sacramento are in an alternate reality. They're in a reality where there's plenty of water in the reservoirs. We're not having a drought. We've got plenty of electricity. There's no wildfire. No, that's not the case. We've got a record drought. The reservoirs are dry. There's not enough hydro capacity to provide almost anything. And when we send that that power over those long-distance transmission lines, we're continuing to get wildfires. And this is the driest, hottest season that we've had coming up. The Cal ISO, the California Independent Systems Operator, expects that there's going to be a 1,700 megawatt shortage of power this summer. And it'll take them five years to build that capacity and build those transmission lines, whereas we can make that up with rooftop solar in a matter of a couple of years, and it won't cost the state anything. So none of this makes any sense to me. Makes no sense. There are so many rooftops just waiting to get solar panels on them. So many garages and basements that are waiting to have a battery in there. The win-win for the state, for the community, for the individual household is so big here. But as you note, the utilities make their money off of giant wind and solar farms and the long-distance transmission and distribution system that connects them. So 
it's almost like the state would rather just see us all suffer so that the utilities can make more money rather than doing the obvious cheaper, faster solution that benefits everybody a lot more. Yeah. Well, what can people do who are listening to this podcast? What is it that they can do to avoid these rising electricity prices and change the government's mind? Right. So big picture, we've got to make rooftop solar even cheaper and more accessible, make those batteries cheaper and more accessible. That means we don't tax solar, right? That's the top thing is don't tax solar. And then net metering, the credit needs to remain at a level so that solar pencils out for your average middle and working class household. And it's the CPUC that's going to be the final decider, but it's Governor Newsom who's going to ultimately put his thumb on the scales here. And so the key thing that people need to do is attend these solar rallies. And I hope we'll talk about that again and need to call the governor. It's two things that you got to do. What are the details for the rally? Okay. So the don't tax the sun rallies that we're holding on June 2nd at 11 AM in Los Angeles and in San Francisco, in LA it's at grand park at 11 AM. And in San Francisco, it's going to be right at the steps of the California Public Utilities Commission, the CPUC. Both are at 11 a.m. Okay. And is there a website for the Solar Rights Alliance that has instructions for people they can just kind of go to and get the details? Yes. So you can go to www.solarrights.org. So that's solar, one word, rights, like the Bill of Rights, second word, schmush together solarrights.org. And if you just go there, we'll have lots of details of the rally as well as other ways that you can plug into this campaign and get involved. All right. And I'm just going to encourage everybody I know, and we're, we're going to kind of blast this out to our email list, call the governor right away at 916-445-2841 and go to the Solar Rights Alliance website, go to the CALSA website, and definitely attend the Don't Tax the Sun Rally on June 2nd in both L.A. and San Francisco. Anything else, Dave? That is it. Thank you, Barry. And thank you to all the listeners for everything that you do to make sure that everyone has the right to make energy from the sun. All right. This is an all hands on deck for solar customers, new solar customers, old solar customers, and certainly everybody in the solar industry. Thanks a lot, everybody. Goodbye.